0: Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Transfix Take Podcast, where we are performance-driven. Each week, we deliver news, insights, and trends for shippers and carriers from our market expert, Justin Mays. Mays, it is always great to be with you. How's it going?
1: Hey, Jenny. I'm having a great week as well. And of course, I'm back here with you, one of my favorite things to do every single week. And let's be honest, everyone got some good news with lower fuel prices, not only carriers and shippers but even everyday drivers like you and I.
0: Not going to lie, Maze, that has to be my favorite news of the entire year, but let's get right into it. What are the big call outs for this week?
1: Not much has changed, to be quite honest. Shippers continue to benefit from the loosening trucking capacity, but still have other bottlenecks they need to continue to navigate in their supply chain. Last week, capacity continued to ease as tender rejections stalled out around 7% as freight markets have been relatively quiet since the holiday weekend. In fact, this week we actually even have started the scene tenant rejections drop below 7%. So it's pretty clear, the markets are still moving even further into the shippers' favor.
0: And you know what, Maze, the more we talk about it, the more we realize that I think through the end of the summer we're likely going to see the same type of trend. But then what does that mean for the carrier world and how are they feeling?
1: Well, Jenny, carriers continue to experience a shrinking spot market where our rates continue to decline. In fact, Spotline haul rates saw a 26% decrease since the beginning of the year.
0: Wait, did you say 26%? Maze?
1: Yes, Jenny, 26% since the beginning of the year. And that's while balancing the fuel increase of around a 50%.
0: Our crystal ball did not see that coming, but also that's such a huge number.
1: And as a result, total overall truckload volumes are starting to resemble the volumes we witnessed in 2018. And some carriers are struggling to survive when they live off the spot market, while others bask in the glory of moving contract freight at rates that have remained relatively flat since the beginning of the year after seeing a pretty large incline throughout the year of 2021.
0: And as a result, we're also starting to see an uptick in net new carrier revocations, which is not a good sign on the carrier world, but I do have faith that this is going to change by Q4. I always have hope for them. But why don't we talk about what we saw last week
1: last week we did not see much movement in truckload markets overall the southeast region is one of the only areas with a meaningful shift as we have come fully out of produce season freight leave of the southeast has continued to decline in rate and by counterbalance freight heading to the southeast has seen rate increases and jenny shippers need to keep an eye on the northeast as markets are showing signs of tightening as the ports continue to witness record volumes in New York and New Jersey. And the coming week? Expect no different. Markets in the Southeast will continue to loosen. Markets in the Northeast are likely to continue stealing the show as they tighten. And as always, watch out for Southern California, especially with everything occurring in that market, from container congestion to protests at the port.
0: Oh yeah, Mays. Southern California is definitely one of those markets that we are keeping a close eye on. It is a wild card. Talk to us a little bit more about how drivers are starting to feel on that side of the country.
1: That's a great question, Jenny. Flake markets witnessed chaos during the pandemic, and this brought a tsunami of demand, followed by record rates, causing a migration of drivers to leave larger fleets and to run with smaller fleets or, quite honestly, on their own. And we touched upon this throughout the pandemic. With the high rates drivers opted to run on their own this was combined with more drivers entering the industry tempted by higher paying rates as carriers continue to raise rates to capture capacity drivers are handing in their authority to drive for these larger fleets
0: and why would that be
1: well jenny the reason is with the spot market drying up as we pointed out and fuel prices at all-time highs it continues to be difficult to operate as a smaller carrier. Running with a smaller carrier has its benefits. So does running on your own. You are your own decision maker, but that's in a hot market.
0: That's very true. And we keep talking about this being a soft market, probably throughout Q3.
1: And running for a large carrier has its advantages.
0: You're right, it does. And we do see market swings like this happen all the time. So although this does seem bad for the short term, it's not going to always be this way, but Maze, give us good news.
1: It's not. All bad news for the carriers. Over the past week, some of the largest truckload carriers have released earnings and continued to overachieve. JB Hunt even announced an increasing their fleet count by 86% in their truckload sector, just showing drivers going back to these large fleets. Most of these are leased on owner ops who most likely are turning back to this larger fleet and the soft market, so they do not need to navigate the surge in fuel prices and the declining rates on their own, as these large carriers have the contract freight which is priced higher right now. And it wasn't just J.B. Hunt, it also included Martin's earnings and Knight Swifts. Large carriers who had a crystal ball and stayed in front of the market movers were able to capitalize on the hot contract market where contractual rates soared in the past 12 months, which is a core reason behind the drought in the spot market we are seeing today as demand slowed. This doesn't just stand true for carriers, but brokers are in the same boat. Brokers are the link for the majority of carriers in the industry on getting free, providing carriers a door into larger shippers.
0: Now, that is great news. We love to hear that large fleets are starting to hire more when it comes to least on owner operators, especially. But here's my crystal ball question. How long will contract rates remain this strong?
1: That's a great question because throughout the pandemic, we saw spot freight really steal the spotlight and remain strong for a pretty significant period of time.
0: I have to say, this is probably the longest that I've seen this happen.
1: But as volumes continue to decline, Over the past few months, we are already seeing slight signs of contract rates deteriorating. So far in July, contract rates have actually declined by 2% as shippers react by repricing contract freight as the spot market fell off a cliff throughout Q2. The market is also seeing spot freight slightly increase likely due to shippers moving high priced contract freight into the spot market to take advantage of these low rates. But 2%, let's be honest, is a drop in the bucket from the climb we've seen in the past year. We talk about rates pretty often in these segments, Jenny, but that's not the only thing we keep an eye on, to be quite honest. Drivers were held as heroes throughout the pandemic as they kept our supply chains running. Drivers are the backbone of the economy and are one of the most essential roles that go overlooked too often.
0: And this is a great time to remind everyone, take a look around your surroundings, right? Everything in your home office, your office, your home, whatever it is, has been, at some point or another, delivered by a truck. So remember that.
1: As we often focus on driver pay, which is relative to the market rates, that is not the only thing one factors when joining the or continuing a career as a driver. Jenny, you probably know best, a driver's lifestyle is much different than most workers, especially you and I, and you're a big advocate for this.
0: I absolutely am, Maze. You got that right, and you are too.
1: An issue that has been ongoing for decades is parking.
0: That's right, Maze. Drivers often spend the night on the road for their next delivery or pickup, and so this means that they're sleeping in their cab and they need a safe, legal, reliable place to park their trucks in their resting period. It's one of the arguably biggest issues in the industry today and one of the things that kind of go unspoken about when you speak to drivers, but it's where they spend a lot of time looking for parking.
1: Well, Jenny, there is good news that hit the industry last week. The House Transportation Committee took the first step in passing legislation which, if passed through the Senate, would send $755 million to provide more parking and make a driver's life just a little bit easier. And safer.
0: Now that is a great way to end the show. What can we look forward to next week, Mays?
1: Next week we drive back into AB5 as protests are still going on currently and the issues persistent on the rails as we go into the end of the summer and expect somewhat of a peak season this Q4. we got to really wrap what's happening at the rails and how it's going to impact over-the-road trucking.
0: All right, Mays. Well, we'll see you next week with an all-new episode of the Transfix Take podcast. Until then, drive safely. All views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of Transfix Inc. or any parent companies or affiliates or the companies with which the participants are affiliated and may have been previously disseminated by them. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are based upon information considered reliable, but neither Transfix Inc. nor its affiliates nor the companies with which the participants are affiliated warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. All views and opinions are subject to change.